5, 4, 3, 2, 1. ¡Vámonos! ¡Ahí va! ¡Arriba! ¡Ia! ¡Ia! Sí. ¡Buenos días, gatos! How racist is that show now that I'm thinking God. this back? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cartoons are so racist. Yee-haw! Welcome to Running Beer and BS, a podcast where we discuss those things and more. I'm Flores. I'm Johnny. And this is episode 22. Hey, yo. Do- Double deuce. Double deuces. What the, them dimes. What's, no, what do they oh, call you idiot. What do they call the, the, the 22 inch rims? Dubs? Dub deuces. I think it's literally because you're rolling on dubs. That's 20s. Rolling on dubs. Dub deuces. Dub deuce. 22s. Sure. I don't know why I went into that. I remember when I was a kid, the big thing was this triple dip Dayton son. The what? Triple dipped Dayton's. You had the 100 spoke wheels. Ah. Uh, and then you had to, it was all gold. Dayton was a name brand of. Okay. Of wheels you could get. Okay. There's like, if you watch like a Friday. There's like 10 inch rims. No, you're or, fucking 20s. But really? you had like the low profile tires on it and everything like that. Ah. So it made it. But like when you watch like Friday when he's coming around the corner, he's on that three wheel action. Yeah, yeah. Those are triple dips on that. Huh. See, I'm what? learning stuff here. That goes back to our podcast you know, a decade between. Because we are straight OG yeah. out there in fucking triad. <laughs> <laughs> you know how we do. But yeah, this is episode 22. Uh, today we're talking about Mohican. We're, consider- or we're yeah. continuing our uh, talk about race history and, and races and that sort of thing. And Mohican has come up because Mohican is next week. Fuck, I love Mohican. It is coming up quick. I think this is... Well, you haven't, you're not doing it this year. Not this is probably the year. first year. In, first year in four years, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Well, and, I've done it three, last th- three? Yeah, the last yeah, three. Yeah, I've done it last three years. 200s in the 50. Yeah, yeah, no, not um, this time. Yeah, so. But I will be there for like the vast majority of it. I'm hoping to be out there, but we'll talk more about Mohican in a second. But first, as always, uh, what's dehydrating us, John? Yee-haw! <laughs> That's what's dehydrating. I'm gonna lay, I'm gonna I don't think it's that kind of yeehaw, you schmuck. It's like hillbilly yeehaw. It's the same yeehaw. No, no, no. Is there a different yeehaw? Yeah. Yeah. Is there? Oh, yeah. I thought oh, it, for sure. I think it all comes from the same. I'm pretty sure if you basis. go, I'm pretty sure if you go into Appalachia and try to drop them, like, so they, they will let you know too. No, but while he Googles if there's a difference between. The two different yeehaws. <laughs> I will tell you about the yeehaw brewing. Uh, it's their dunkel that we are having today. It is a fine southern beer, and I got to tell you, man, this is a uh, their dunkel. It, uh, this is a this solid, is really good. It's a really good beer, and it did win. I mean, mm. it's funny because like the way this beer was discovered and brought to us is kind of funny, but it is a a bronze award winner for the World Beer Cup 2016. So. Um, Yeehaw, Yeehaw makes some very, very delicious beers. They're out of Nashville. Yeah. I went to their brewery. I think they have a tap room right on the main drag in Nashville, yeah. like Music City Row or whatever the hell it's called. Yeah. Um, they've got some really good beer. So it's it's funny because like, so the way this beer is brought to us was uh, Jamie Farley, Chaz Adams were down running uh, Dark Sky 50 miler and Ronnie DeLosier is down there pacing slash, well, no, 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 not pacing, uh, crewing them. And, um, and, and 
true lush fashion before the race, I believe, not after the race, before the race. They were in search of some beer to drink before the night before, and uh, they were in some like super shitty gas station in Tennessee. And you know, you, they had their you know what you would expect to find in a super shitty gas station in Tennessee, macro beers, and like they looked over and like I guess all three of them had the same thought at the exact same time that we gotta we gotta score some of this and take it back to uh to the guys for the podcast. We appreciate you thinking of us. And, uh, yeah. Super. So we've had this on, we've had this in the rotation for a minute. We've been waiting to get to it. So I need to, I need to correct myself. Uh, I have had D hall. Uh, they're in Johnson city, Tennessee outside of Knoxville. Mm. They do distribute all the way out there. And I don't know, maybe I had it at a bar over there, but yeah. I want to correct myself because I did some Googling. A fucking liar. I'm a liar. Apparently four minutes into the episode, I'm already lying to you. Filthy. Yeah, just wait, so, no, wait that the is, rest of the episode. That is a super, super good beer. We have the, yep. like I said, we have the Dunkel. Uh, it is a really, really good. I actually enjoy this a lot. And it was what super. What is it? 5.5%. 5.5, yeah. And it comes in a 16-ounce mm. pounder. So you got to love it when it comes into. Yeah. I, I like know. I like the simple can. Like, Dude, you know, I, I, am, I am so far on board with the canned beer now, and, and especially the 16-ounce pounders. Like, did you, is, uh, you see their slogan? You'll say it when you drink it or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So looking up Yeehaw, it's actually a, a Southern United States and Texas cowboy kind of thing. So in theory that like the Speedy Gonzalez thing, that's not far off. That's not, not apparently that's like the origins of it. Is that not redneck? The etymology. I don't, is that a word? <laughs> etymology. Etymology is the study of yeah. words. Etymame. Etymame. Etym- <laughs> I had a poke bowl tonight from, uh, from, uh, Molly, woo! I had to look at where good. that was at. That's in Polaris, isn't it? Yeah. It's not my I've never favorite it. restaurant, but it's not bad. But I've never had a poke bowl before, which is kind of odd. Yeah. But I had edamame in it. Edamame. I love super good. snacking on some Dude, edamame. Dude, I love edamame. Uh, I like it when it's super unhealthy with salt, though. Well, that's the only time you should have it. Yeah. It's when it's completely it's like, I want more MSG. It's it's a super, like, it's a, it's like a super food that, that, yeah. Leave it to Americans. Be like, fuck that. Drown that bitch in salt, yeah. then serve it up. Like, how can we make this American? <laughs> just shy I'm like, very confused. Just shy of deep frying that <laughs> motherfucker. They're like, ah, fuck it. Bathe mm. that bitch in salt. <laughs> deep fry edamame. That sounds like really <laughs> good. Dude, you could, I mean, if you hand popped all of them out, right? So yeah. You just had the actual, not, not, not in the shell. Not in the shell. But if you just had like the, the peas, the pods, whatever the fuck they are. Yeah. Eh? Adam. The, the actual edamame itself. The, the pea, uh, pea sounds deep, right. And then deep fry those fuckers. <laughs> we'll deep fry anything. I got the fryer here. Let's go get some edamame. We're going to Kroger. <laughs> going to get some edamame. Get some edamame and deep fry that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Or we just go to any Chinese restaurant already. Uh, is it? It's not Chinese. It's Japanese. Is that yeah? Yeah, Japanese edamame. Yeah. So we just go there. I'm like, you have a fryer. <laughs> I need you to uh, hand pop all just these, pop all these out <laughs> and then deep fry. I want like a hundred of them. <laughs> <laughs> they are not the most filling things ever. No, they're not. Sure. You just keep eating them, but that's yeah. it. So yeah, so we have a delicious beer uh, from Yeehaw Brewery. Yeah, and thanks good. guys again for uh, for thinking of us yeah. and, and bringing it by. We're we're finally getting to a lot of the beers that people uh, had gotten for us. So <laughs> we, we appreciate have... we appreciate you guys doing this, but uh, we're we're trying to play catch up. We still have the two. Uh... We have two from Jesse. Yeah, two from Jesse. Still yet, from and then the... I still have one from Oklahoma. Speaking of Jesse, I was out in, uh, I was out in, uh, let's just 
we can go ahead and catapult that yeah. right on into our uh, weekly catch up. I was out in Jesse's neck of the woods all day yesterday. Well, good fortune. Uh, I saw that. On, well, we you were drinking some beer because Chad and I drink a lot of beer. Yesterday. We were at Zaftig and we saw like we're like, where the hell is that cafe at? And we looked at like Yellow Springs. I'm like, what the hell is John doing? In Yellow I drank so much fucking beer yesterday. Uh, so yesterday, so yeah, no, nah, it was a great day. So, uh, me and, uh, cheesy nuts did a little, uh, run yesterday. We had, he, he is in full blown taper. So we got, uh, just shy 10 in yesterday at high banks. And then while we're running, he's like, Hey, by the way, man, I got to help you with this. I got to help you with this chore afterwards. I got to make it kind of quick. Cause we're going to go to the yellow Springs for the arts festival. And I said, get the fuck out of here. We're like, we're heading out to the arts festival out in yellow Springs. He's like, well, shit. Yeah, we'll, we'll just, the families will hang out there. So we got out there. um, I don't know. We got out there early afternoon. Now some one between one and one and three, we probably got out there. Yeah. Uh, Had some in Yellow Springs, man. I am telling you that is the coolest weird little city ever. I mean, it is just fucking fabulous. And then you take it. It's normally kind of a weird, very laid back, hippie-ish kind of city and then you put an art festival in that motherfucker dude oh that's that's all you need to just it was fills the fills it was outstanding so uh there was uh speaking of cheesy like i said he's out there with his family and he so he i saw later on saw he posted this on facebook as they were walking up to the art festival they're like kind of on the outskirts of town yeah there was enough of uh there was a aroma if you will in the air uh. <laughs> and his his son, I think his son's like, mmm, something smells delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking, I was fucking rolling, man. Oh, like, that's the devil's lettuce, son. That's <laughs> fucking so funny. I'm like, that is outstanding. Uh. So, anyways, yeah, we hit up. Uh, you have to th- remind me about that because I got something to say okay. on my side. Yeah. So we we end up hitting up. Uh, we hit up the winds. Had a beer there. Uh, oh, Yellow Springs Brewery's out there. We hit up the Yellow Springs Brewery, had a beer there. How was that? How was that place? Because we talked about going there when we talked with the guys so, at Taft's yeah. heading out there and like recording and stuff. It, it, it would be, it's a little small to record it. Now, it, it's, it is a little small, um, but it is pretty cool place. I mean, it's pretty cool. Uh, the only thing that kind of surprised me is I, when I, when I went there and, and I wanted one of their beers off tap, I thought maybe I'd be able to get something that I can't normally get, you yeah. know, something and, that they don't bottle. Yeah. And I, I think I've had like all the beers they had. And I'm like, oh, that kind of yeah. sucks, but yeah. you know, um, but I mean, it, I mean, it, their beer is pretty good. Like I, I enjoy most of their beers. Um, there's one in particular that I had yesterday that I thought was just outstanding. There's his on, uh, day something but they're from season. It was super good. Um, but anyway, so I don't one, think I've had much of their stuff. It's not like, it's, it's pretty solid. I mean, it, they don't have anything that's like, it's funny because like the one beer I did have there, uh, it was supposed to be a hoppy wheat beer. And even that by a lot of people's standards was not uber hoppy, but it was, gotcha. it was still pretty good. Um, but so we hit up there and then after there, we walked up to uh ha ha pizza and I, I guess I've never real haha pizza doesn't serve beer. Like so Captain Stardust was the Saison you had. Yes. God, that thing is super good. Cap- yes. 
That one was, Sorry, I, was looking your, I just looked up your untapped. Yeah, yeah, while I, you're yeah. So yeah, Captain Stardust from Yellow Springs Brewery is super, super, super good. So then we went to Haha. Haha doesn't serve beer. So oh darn, we had to walk across the road and uh, <laughs> get like beer from like this little like wine Corner and beer store. shop. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they had a they had a beer there. Like so, we're kind of putting together our six pack to walk back over across the way. Yeah. And um, they had a uh, they had a six pack of. Um, uh, something, uh, six pack from rock mill brewery, but they didn't have any Lucy's. Okay. So I walked back up to the counter. And I said, so, uh, <laughs> did you make your own six we, pack? We have a, we have a little thing. I, I just, I, I don't want to be too much of a trouble. She's like, you want to break the six pack of rock mill, don't you? I'm like, I mean, if it's not, if too it's not too much, much of an issue, she's like, go ahead. No big deal whatsoever. And I walked back and I pop it and Chaz is like, you motherfucker. Yeah, like, you would. And like, and like, like he's Did talking, you drop the line, but I have a podcast. No, no, but he, <laughs> but he's like, he's talking to the, the lady at the counter. He's like, you should have never given that fucker permission to do nope. that. Like we are not going to hear the end. And then she's like, well, I mean, it's the beard. He's just so charming. I'm like, yeah, yes. he's like, Oh, you gotta be fucking kidding. Now I'm really there. <laughs> so anyway, we walk back over to ha ha, uh, eight pizza next to maybe one of the highest human beings I've ever seen in my life. Like, Homeboy's pupils look like frisbees. <laughs> I mean, he was tripping all kinds of balls. Uh, so that was fun. We watched a dude play a guitar with a horse head on his, like he had a horse head like mask on. Yeah. That typical so, horse head. One. Yeah. And he's just sitting there playing guitar. And like, there is a dude sitting, uh, oh, there's a dude standing next to him and just in full zombie mode staring at him, like steering holes. Through. Like I, I, I couldn't tell if the dude was like, just really appreciating the, the music yeah or if he was like truly like fucked up over the fact that a horse head yeah like he was like a, a horse is playing the guitar yeah. so like that dude is all that so it's funny it's like Chaz calls me and he he doesn't realize i'm behind him by about a few hundred feet he doesn't realize and i'm there watching this and Chaz is like a few hundred feet down the other side of the road watching it yeah you got to see this i'm like no i i think we're staring at the same thing we're right now both looking at it here is what's fucking crazy the dude that we are sitting here, oh, what's funny? We're not even watching to do with a horse. Like, fuck, never mind to do it. No, you're the just horse watching head. the other people. I am watching the dude who's too fucking high to know what's going on. Right, like, staring. just staring so at the guy. Here's what's crazy. After all the eating and drink we did at the art festival in Yellow Springs, we obviously had to hit up Young's Dairy on the way out on 68. Right, so we get the ice cream. We're walking out, out of the fucking goat barn, the fucking dirty ass nasty goat barn. Here comes the super high dude walking out of the goat barn with no shoes on. <laughs> I'm like, where the fuck is homie's shoes at? Like he doesn't know. He, no he has no idea where his so shoes are. So fucking high. I'm just high guys. I'm so, so what's going on guys? So, uh, that was, that was yesterday. And then today I, I did, uh, the progression. Well, I attempted the progression six mile run that I completely shit the bed on, but Hey, still had a good time. You yeah, know, it's all right. You yeah, they John talked about the little one on the yeah, on yeah, Facebook. That was, that was on the social. So, you yeah. know, even if you shit the bed on a, you shit the bed on a training run, yeah, just kind of fuck it, make it, make it the best of what you can out of it and, uh, keep going on. But outside of that, that was pretty much my week. You're, are you still kind of laying low and let your heel, your your Achilles? I'm letting my heel heal. You're letting your heel heal. See, I tried to switch that to Achilles because I thought that sounded... Are we live right now? We're about to be. Oh, shit. Just because. It's, yeah, why? Fuck it. Why not? <coughs> what, yeah, what's the, what's Two, the worst? One. Here we go. Cheers. All right. Oh, so, uh, yeah. 
Um, Sorry, we're, we waited for a little live on Facebook. I was trying to yeah. be smooth with it. And John's like, are we about to go live? I, I don't know. I, had, I feel like dropping that dime. Yeah. Uh, so, you're, yeah, okay. So, are yes. you still letting it heal? So, I'm still, I'm still letting it heal a little bit. Which weird is it's not as much as my Achilles anymore, but like on the inside. Yeah. Like near that heel bone. Like it's kind of right. like a little tender. I'm going to tomorrow. I'm probably going to try a few miles, maybe like one or two miles just to loosen it up. Just to see if it is like, yeah, and like, is it still bothering me or is it really just sore? Cause if my yeah. calves are still sore, which makes sense. Like to the touch. No to like, um, not like tender sore. Like they're just beat up. Yeah. Like, like I ran a hundred K. Yeah. Like that's what they feel like. You did <laughs> say what? Or, or like, or like Dr. Mike said, like for ultra running, you're sure doing a lot, sure of, doing walking. A lot of walking. What a dick. <laughs> yeah. All right, buddy. Fuck okay. You, okay. You can stop with that. Okay. Okay. Now, but later on, he did make the comment. Yes. Oh, this is kind of hard. I don't know how you guys He's do like, this. I don't know how you do this for 50 miles before I picked you up. So yeah, yeah, no, he was, he was definitely just trying to get under my yeah. skin to make me run a little faster, but because, um, pacers. oh, Chad, uh, so you're talking about the the, uh, the devil's lettuce. Is the that what devil, you, yeah, is the devil's lettuce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> I love calling weed that. By the way, <laughs> J- I don't J- know why. Jason and Nikki are in. Uh, they're actually in Colorado right now. Yeah, yeah. I saw you have. Yeah. So Nikki had to pick up um, a memory card from from me at work, and yeah. she had the girls in the car, and she comes up there and like it was like, hey, you know, it's right before they're about to fly out. I'm like, all right. I go, all right, girls. <laughs> make sure mommy and daddy don't eat any gummy bears. <laughs> Did it, <laughs> and they're like, they, why can't they eat gummy bears? I'm like, you just make sure mommy and daddy don't eat any gummy bears. And I go, and make sure you tell your daddy that Jonathan said that. <laughs> Nikki is like trying her hardest not to lose her shit <laughs> as I'm talking to her. Cause I'm like, these girls have no idea. They have no clue. No, but they're, they're, they're up there in fair play. Like uh, a little I wonder if they, I wonder, I, they, they, they probably never would even partake in that. Would they? I think the last time they were in Colorado. Yeah they were with his parents. So they didn't, I don't know if they want me sharing any of this. <laughs> Hi, surprise Sorry guys. Surprise. Everybody knows your dirty habits. Oh, Doug. Hi. What's up, buddy? Doug. <clears throat> God, I love me some Doug. Hi. A bunch of people joining yeah. us on the live, but <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I'm really just trying to take it easy. Um, Kayla's out of town. So I've just been really like hanging out, cleaning up Being the apartment, smart. trying to like, yeah, it's, it's weird. I did a bike ride on Friday. It yeah. felt pretty good. I've got a nice, pretty loop, pretty good loop. I've got like a, a seven mile loop where I start here. Yeah. Go down 23. There's all sidewalks. Yeah. And I hit the old tangy. I go all the way down the road. Right, right there it's like by, a, it's like a right seven there mile. off from Wilson bridge. That's my return. I go all the way down to one sixty one. Okay. Catch it there and come back up at Wilson's bridge. Yeah. 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 And it's like seven miles and it's, it's huh. like some, some good elevation change. Cause it's a long descent down and then you got a crazy hill on Wilson. But if bridge. you're on, but if, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're on high street, there should be a bike lane for you. Mm. Going down high in 23 and shit like that. I don't think there's one further down like that far up. I think it's past Worthington is when you start getting once you get towards Clintonville. Yeah. I think that's when the bike lane starts. Yeah. I could be wrong, but I mean, the sidewalk's not bad. I, I, I've, been I, running, I would, I've been running in some of those neighborhoods too. Cause now with city strides, I, yeah, I was like, I got to get Worthington now. Knocking out Worthington. Worthington yeah. only has like 400 roads, like Worthington proper. Yeah. Yeah. Worthington proper is pretty small actually. Yeah. So yeah. it's just a lot of me going back and forth going, what's this guy doing running in every cul-de-sac? Yeah. Yeah. Don't Looking mind creepy me. As shit. Don't mind me at all. Get on my flower bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, so there was a story I, I want to bring it up cause I haven't, <laughs> I haven't gotten the answer to it yet. Oh man. There was a story. 
Oh, that was told on Facebook that Chaz, <laughs> I need to pull it up. Uh, cause Chaz asked the, asked the question cause you had posted the thing about your like sweaty ass run or like your run that did not go well. Did, yeah. Today's your, your, run. Your, your, yeah. Your progression yeah. Run that you did. Today. And then instead of just keeping his fucking mouth, snitches get stitches, motherfucker. Oh. Instead of just keeping his <laughs> mouth shut. So he said something and then Chaz, uh, oh, I, now I'm just saying his name. He hates when we say his he name. Hates it. I don't really care. Fuck you. You fucking deserve it yeah. now, dick. Chaz. Chaz. <laughs> And, and then what's even better is if we keep saying Chaz, Ronnie's like, hey, they're fucking talking about you a lot. So now Ronnie's going to be busting his balls nice, about to say, nice. Jamie's going to be bust- So yeah, Chaz. Yeah, so he goes, question, what should one do if he thinks his refrigerator has ceased working? Now you guys remember, uh, what, a week and a half ago now, you had to like transfer all of your beer a week ago. You had yeah. to transfer all of your beer because your refrigerator died. Yeah. Um, I wrote, I'm hoping the story is that it was never broken at uh, all. Uh, this sounds like a topic to talk about tonight. So let's talk about it. So we're going to talk what about happened? So we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about this on the premise of next week though, between tonight and next week, a beer bong will be made and you'll, and you'll beer bongo beer next podcast recording a week from the night. You'll beer bongo beer. If we talk about this, tonight. Well, do you have a beer bong? I can, I, I'm, I can make one that you're supposed to make them anyways. Well, we'll figure that out. All right. So here's <laughs> fuck me. So here's the story. All right. Later guys so, on Facebook. Thanks for checking right. it out. So I had, all right. So I go out to get the, I go out to get beer out of my refrigerator. I go out to get something or something and like it's hot. So I'm like, fuck the beer fridge died. So like, like you guys all know, moved all the beer into the, uh, in, inside the house fridge and all that kind of shit. Didn't think anything of it. Well then, uh, I scour uh, Facebook marketplace looking for a place to get a, a new fridge and all this kind of stuff track one down over in Dublin and Hey, uh, you know, I'll pay you this much for that. Da, 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 da. Get it from a guy, go over and, and, and Chaz and I did uh, our little run Saturday morning. Yeah. And then, Hey, after that, we'll go over and pick it up from this guy's house. We'll take it. You know, he'll help me, you know, unload and all that kind of shit. So all that happens. And as we're unloading it and as we're like rolling it into place in, into the garage, for some reason, it is at that point that I look over and I see another outlet in my garage, and and seeing the outlet or making eye contact. Well, and I'm not making eye contact. Yeah, you made, you made eye contact. Seeing the outlet is when I realized, huh? I I didn't even fucking think about just trying to plug the fridge into another outlet. Outlet. Now, what I did do, what I did do. Cause I know I saw Chad Baxendale, his little short ass talking about the circuit breaker. Talking or about something. the the break. The, yeah. the, you know, I did go down. I made sure that you know, like a GFI wasn't popped. Right. I made sure that a breaker didn't pop. I, I did all that kind of shit. So I checked all the the higher end shit, like the you know the bigger scale shit. The things that you would think it would be. I checked all that. What I did not think is that, huh? Maybe it's something at the actual outlet level. Okay. I just didn't think of that. So I'm like, fuck. And Which, then to be fair, I don't think I would. have. Right, either. right. So Chaz, though, instantly like, I don't know, like his fucking third eye or some shit like that <laughs> felt me like pondering this or I said it out loud or something like that. He's like, tell me you fucking check the outlet. And I'm like, no. He, he's like, <laughs> holy, he's like, holy shit. 
I really fucking hope we plug this refrigerator in. This and new it just one powers in. on. You know, he's like, I hope we plug this new one in and it doesn't fucking work. Because we did check it at the other guy's house. We checked yeah. it was the person we bought it from. We made sure it worked. He's like, fuck, I hope we plug this bitch in and it doesn't work here. Obviously indicating that it's the outlet. It's right? the outlet, not the fridge. And I'm like, fuck you. you know? And I'm like, come on, man. Da, 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 da. So we drag that fucker over there and he plugs it in. I had the door open waiting to see the, the beautiful the glow of a light. Yeah. I'm like, come on, motherfucker. Come on. Plugs it in. He's like, well, I'm like, no, <laughs> he's like, you simple motherfucker. He's like, I mean, the giddiness and joy in his voice Yeah, that, that it did not over the out. fact that this motherfucker did not work. I'm like, that is great. Son of a bitch. And I'm like, well, fuck. And I'm like, well, might as well drag, might as well drag this other one over this other outlet and see if I might as well yeah. drag my old one over and see if it works. Right. Drag it over, plug it in like a charm a fucker fired right up he's like i cannot fuck him i'm like fuck you i went down and checked. So now you have two refrigerators i now i'm now the proud owner of two refrigerators <laughs> so uh what's so fun? send us more beer so well so here's what we've actually so here was what the decision is so he obviously has mo this weekend the following weekend he is in uh vacation with his family i think they're going to florida but they're on vacation gotcha the weekend after that, so three weekends from this weekend, I think. Okay. We are making plans, or I'm at least making plans, and I think he's on board with it. I'm going to buy a kegerator set, like a kegerator kit. Yeah, and just transform of, that. And I'm going to turn my new one into a kegerator. Okay. Sounds yeah. like a great idea. Gangster. So So now we're going to do kegs each night. So now, so we'll have, we'll have kegs. So, um, yeah, that was pretty... That was uh, that was the experience, but his the the amount of here's how loud and how overjoyed he was. Eric, the neighbor who yeah. lived between us, was sitting on his porch enjoying a beer. He came over. I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" I'm like, "Oh, here we go." I get to hear it from somebody yeah. else. And now. I'm like, and Chad's like, "This motherfucker is <laughs> like all on board with telling what happened." I'm like, "God damn it!" And then of course, I like both of these guys are also like master grade fucking right. electricians. Right, right. Well, do you have this to check it? Do you have that? I'm like, bitch, I don't even know what that is yeah. that you're talking about right now. So now all of a sudden they want to disassemble the fucking uh, the, the, the outlet. So now they the, now all of a sudden like they're fucking um. Who was the fucking Tim the tool man? Yeah. They're like Tim. The, it's like Tim the tool man. And, uh, the dude from this old house, it was like, uh, yeah. it was like those two fuckers. All of a sudden like materialized yeah. out of nowhere. And, and like, so, you know, we go down now we have to kill the power cause they want to disassemble right. shit. And then of course they take the outlet off and like, well, this is even the code. Look how low this is. I'm like, Hey, listen, dick. I'm not, you know, yeah. like both of them are going on about code and I'm like, fuck you. I don't care. Yeah. And they're like, Oh my God, this outlet is from you know, some, fucking place that's not even in existence anymore i'm like so what it's a fucking outlet it's an outlet well this no wonder this motherfucker doesn't work oh, so gosh. so of course eric runs next door because he used to build houses or still right. like works in that industry he runs back over he has an outlet they put that one on they they both think they're fucking king dingalings uh, guess what a motherfucker still doesn't work oh so now like but the outlet that it's ran off from it's working so what's weird is it's like the outlet box seems to be good okay but it's maybe the wiring between the two, which is kind of that fucking weird. weird. 
So I don't know. For all I know is I got a hot wire in my fucking wall. My Whatever. house, a bitch going to burn down. It's going to catch fire. Hit me up insurance. Yeah. <laughs> come on, come through USAA. One, one thing I forgot to say with our, with my week is yesterday, uh, Baxton and I went to, went to Zaftig yeah. and I had their Westerville blue, which I had not had before. I didn't know Zaftig had a Westerville blue. They basically made it. It's a, it's an honorary, uh, new England IPA. They basically it made hazy? it hazy. Yeah. They made yeah. it for, um, for the Westerville police oh, officers, Westerville, for the the so like uh, I think all of the proceeds, like from the sales period, no that they, they did like a fundraising event. I, I'm pretty sure it still goes on, yeah, because it's literally called an honorary New England IPA. That's what they call it. Oh, cool! It was delicious, really. And then I had thought about the reason why it came up in my head is because Chad just messaged me. Um, Zavtig just posted about the beer that's I think it's called Aline Aline. It's A L I N E. I think it's a like it's a wheat beer. Yeah. It tasted like dirty feet. Oh, uh, it, it, like, it was. It was a. Uh, was it a? Uh, was it dank? I don't. I don't. Those remember dank what beers. Like I. That, like that is getting. So uh, uh, you know, everyone who most of the people who's listening to this prior uh, understand. Like beers kind of come into style, come out of style. Beer is different. Beer, yeah. So <laughs> like you know, like how you know, there for a little while, Imperials were like the cool thing to be drinking. And then all of a sudden, like hazy, were, yeah. hazy, hazy IPAs or new England IPAs are now the thing. And then like the dank, uh, the dank IPAs became, I, I, there, oh, oh and then sours had their little flare up. You know, it's and, a pale ale. Really? It's not even dank. No. And it, it was, it uh, tasted like dirty feet where well, they had just, they had just posted like, we just put, we just bottled this in chat. Something like the, uh, like throwing up emoji. Oh, so, I, and like Zaftig does like everything well. They do really good. And it could have just been a dirty glass. Maybe it could have been something as, as saying, simple as could, a dirty glass. It could glass. have been a bad line. Like maybe the yeah. line didn't get cleaned out or something like that. Yeah. But I, I mean, it, Zaftig it, it, now is a mile and a half from me. Right. So, so it's like, yeah. we'll try it again. Yeah, I'll be yeah. there again. Uh, yeah, they're Westville Blue. So yeah, if you're into Columbus area, hit it up and support yeah. some of the thin blue line. And it was really, really like really good. Like I would have gotten another one, except I had, I saw that other new beer on there. I was like, Oh, I'll yeah. try that one too then. And they got you some dirty feet. And then it got me a little bit of dirty feet, but yeah. uh, yeah, that's kind of our week. We, sorry, we ranted there for a little bit. There was some, there's some good stories to be had there though, but let's get into the main topic of the evening. It is my favorite ultra. I think my favorite hundred. Let's say that it's my favorite hundred. Mohican. Mo. As yeah, commonly referred to as Mo, and we'll probably just say Mo from here on out because it sounds badass. Yeah, because Mo one hundred. Mo one hundred. So you guys have may have seen the video. We we talked about it a while back when John had finished it. We made a video talking about Mo one hundred, and then there's been a few other videos like that were overall with the race. There, it's from Ohio State, right? It's a team from Ohio State. They, yeah, there's some yeah. students with they, their with their horribly cheesy music. Yeah, with the very cheesy music. But I mean, they they put decent production on. If they could learn how to fly a drone, it'd be better. But that's another story from my filmmaker side. But um, you can see there's a ton of videos about the races. Um, but we're really just going to get into the uh, race history and stuff like that. John knows more about it than I do, so uh, take it away. So, okay, Mo 100. So, where to begin? Where to begin? So, I, I will honestly say, Mo to me is one of the most majestic places in Ohio. Like, there is just something about that place. You go out there and you can absolutely just you can just be out there for the entire day and, and just not see any, anything duplicated. Uh, the race itself is, you know, it's the six oldest, uh, 100 in the country. Uh, they'll try to tell you that they're number five. They're saying that because, um, old they're, dominion. 
Yeah, that and there they had a break in between. Old Dominion had a really long break, and uh, because <laughs> because of that break, Moe's like, "Fuck you! You now fall behind us." Yeah. Uh, and I mean, it's it's the reality matters. Mo is number six. Uh, it's been around since 1990, and uh, the cool thing is, it is uh, the number two leg of the Midwest Grand Slam. It's right after now. Kettle. It is. Yeah. Well, you know, so I don't think it. I don't think Indiana was ever part of the the midwest grand it was part of the super grand slam but the grand slam i thought the grand slam you had to pick four of the five well there's the grand slam is four it's it's kettle mo hallucination uh burning river well, see i thought you had i thought you picked four of the five no that would be this if you do all five if you do it's all five super. it's a super but i thought you could pick four uh, of the five and that was the grand four i don't know if you get to pick your i don't know I don't, that's, that's a good question so anyways it's it is definitely number two leg because it's after kettle now because indiana moved so even if that was you know how it was uh it's moved um you know so going back to like what makes mo super cool is you are i mean it's ohio right so you don't really think of like huge like elevation and all this kind of stuff uh the way mo was formed is just really cool like if you've ever been there and you've ever ran there is a um a juvenile i, I think back in the day it's a juvenile prison now, yeah. it's, now it's like a camp uh but it's it's on the it's on the one side of the gorge and if you were to look at an aerial view of it straight across from the gorge from that is like the forestry divisions like park offices right well the cool thing about mo and what makes it kind of unique and like the structure of it and like the the the, the gorge and all kind of stuff is there used to be a divide there there used to be a land mass that ran there and you had two rivers one ran one direction one ran off the other way from there and then at some point many fucking moons ago like a glacier came and dammed up the one river. Okay. And what's odd is that glacier dam was actually where like the, the dam is where now. the dam is now. And then, so that one river that is dammed off, like backflowed and then it started running over into with the other river. And then so it eroded away that, that wall, that, that, that divide. And so that's what makes Mo really unique. Like geographically speaking, okay. is it's one of the only hourglass shaped, like gorgeous huh it's really fucking weird it's like it's like shaped like an hourglass so that's why it's shaped like that and like that goes back to you can run there i mean you can do just like the long loop or the short loop and right. you'll see like multiple like rock formations or like like hills with like no vegetation going on it from where it's just sediment that got dropped off yeah. and like i noticed that when i did the uh little bit of forget the pr yeah that i did that just like some back areas like how diverse it is yeah. like you can be in one section it looks completely different than the next and yep. you're only a couple miles away from each other you get in and like so like if you're up on hickory ridge right like hickory ridge like there's like uh, one side of the ridge faces south, the other faces north. Well, if you're on the one side of the ridge, you'll have like deciduous trees. Like you'll have like, like, like oaks and shit right. like that. And then you're off on the other side of it. It's like pine trees and cypress and shit like that. Like, yeah. like, like different, whole different things. And it's literally just because the way that gorge has been formed and shaped and like faces. So it's really cool that you can run there and get to see all this different kind of, so you never really get bored running there. Right. Like, like I mean, it will well, kick your ass. Yeah. Four loops of it, which we'll get in some of the four, race. We'll get some of the loops. race format. Yeah. In yeah. A bit, so but. yeah. Uh, but you know, like then you have like sections of it, like, like hogback hollow when you're down, like on the river and like along the river, which yeah. 
unfortunately for a Mo 100 course, you don't run along the river. You run along some like the contributing stream there. Right. But you don't run on, in Hemlock. But on Hogback, down in there, I mean, they have ferns and like hostas and shit. Yeah. That are fucking huge. I mean, they're like three and four feet tall ferns. I mean, they're absolutely monstrous. So it's, it's just, I absolutely love running at that place. I, I just think it's like so unique and so different the way it, you know, it's been formed and it's shaped and all that kind of stuff. Um, Mark Carroll. So we were up there at, uh, Sheldon, uh, Sheldon Campbell and, um, Stephanie, Sheldon and Stephanie got married up there at Mo. And Mark was talking about, uh, he did like a little speech before their wedding. And he was telling us how, you know, on that, what we're talking about, how on the slopes, you can be on one side and you know, the grass or the, the vegetation is completely different. And it's just cause you know, you're flipping sides like that. So yeah, I mean like a bunch of people have noticed this and kind of pointed out, it's, I don't know. It's right. kind of a cool thing. Um, what else is there? Yeah. Um, Do you have anything else with the trails itself? We can get into some of the race format stuff. So, too, so the only, the only other really cool thing, and if if you're cognizant of it, or if you're ever just, if, if you're racing this weekend and you, and you kind of think about it, you're cognizant of it, it'll be something you'd have to look for on the first or second loop. Um, when you're up on Hickory Ridge, or if you're heading toward Hickory Ridge, if you look at the trees, they're all like perfectly uniformed. Like they're in perfect straight lines. Mm-hmm. And so back in the thirties or twenties or thirties, whenever the great depression was twenties. Yeah. So there was a workforce that, uh, the federal government had devised where you'd basically go around and plant trees or you do like, you do physical labor for like money. And like none of the labor was really like, I guess necessary kind of shit. It was right. basically like almost it was basically like, to stimulate the economy was, and give, give was, jobs yeah, for it was, something. It was busy work just to give jobs. Just right. So you weren't like just getting handouts. Well, one of the things that that workforce did is they went to Loudonville or Mohican and they planted, I mean, I don't know if tens of thousands of trees is right, but they planted. A, I mean, I'm sure they planted a fuck ton of trees. There's a lot of acreage. Out so there. if you go up there, it's really cool along Hickory Ridge. And, and as, if you're looking for it, you will immediately know where I'm talking about. The trees are just perfectly in uniform. Um, but like, and so, if they're not, it's cause you're stumbling. Yeah. <laughs> you need to, you need to, <laughs> you need to eat need, some more food. You need to hydrate and get some <laughs> nutrition in you. Uh, but it's funny cause like, I guess the stories go like the Loudonville, like natives, like hated that worker. Like they hated them being there. They thought there was a bunch of roughnecks and shit. Yeah. Hated them being- but it's just, I mean, it's just, it's a bunch of really cool shit like that. That kind of makes that place kind of unique and interesting. Yeah. There was a, a video that I think we wrote the notes. Was it Mohican, the long view, the I long think view. It's yeah. on, it's on Vimeo. We'll post the link in the show notes on the website, but it's a really cool, like historic video kind of talking about what, like what John said, like the planning of that and like kind yeah. of everything that that became of the trails um but i think we should we should jump into some of the actual like race stuff itself so that's a lot about the the trails and a little bit of the history of the trails themselves but the race um uh the format of it itself they have a marathon a 50 miler and a hundred miler um they all start at three different times does the marathon start much later now because it used to start marathon starts at noon has it always started at noon? I thought I it was earlier. I, it used to start. I think he's only been doing the noon start for a year or two now. That's just brutal. Well, and so I, th- I don't think it's going over well. <laughs> well, I'm sure not. 
I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's been two years now. So Ryan, and I cannot think of Ryan's last name, but Ryan's now the race director for the race. Um, and it's kind of interesting. He's kind of an interesting background. He's more of a mountain bike guy. So it's yeah. funny because if you go to if you go to Mohegan's website, like it is mountain bike fucking galore. Yes, and it's hilarious because if I'm not mistaken, the 100, the the running the trail race is way more profitable, I guess, than the bike the race. Bike for race, him. huh? But he still gives way more love to the bike because I mean, if that's what that's, he likes, that's well, that's his background. Well. Yeah. So, anyways, Ryan, you know, let, let's not even mix words about it. This is a one hundred. This is a profitable race. Like this. Oh, is, yes. This is this dude's. You know, this is how he makes a living. This is what he does for a, a living. So, more power to him. Like I get it. At the same time, um, the starting the race at noon, the uh, the marathon at noon. My understanding is he does that in hopes of getting the marathon finishers coming through at roughly the same time as a good chunk of his 50 milers are finishing. Okay. I think is why he's chosen to do it that. It makes sense. Totally. Logistically speaking, it makes yes. sense. Well, except for the small point where last year, last year, especially they had a huge issue with ice and water yeah. availability. It was super hot. It last was year. fucked up hot last year. And the, general theory out there is that it was the marathon runners. I don't know why the marathon runners got pointed out like specifically. I think it's because right. they start at noon, but like the theory was like all the marathon runners had come through and just like devoured and used up all the ice. I mean, I, I could see that from the fact of, again, they're starting at noon Yeah, and it's not a, you know, this race is held in the middle of June, so you can have any sort of weather. You can have torrential downpours. You could have just crazy fog and then humidity because it's just sticking inside the trees or it can just be hot as shit yeah the entire time yeah and if you're starting at noon and you're basically getting beat down with the sun right you're like yeah right. i'm gonna use this because i'm gonna stay comfortable yeah and you're unfortunately for the 1500 milers and and you know so here's the thing though is he has got to be more flexible he's got it and I, I guess there's points where he's like no i've already bought the ice it is what it is right like it's our it's that's that's you know and like there is like people my understanding there's aid station captains making the call to go buy ice on their own dime like that's how fucked up really? it last year that is what i've heard um well that's kind of a, that's kind of fucked up yeah it's kind of a so that's yeah so that uh, so that is what you're looking at there um what was your other yeah one? so we've got the so there's two general loops, so we call a long loop yeah. and a short loop. Yeah. The marathon obviously is doing, they're doing the long, they're doing one long loop. They, or they do, do one, one long loop, okay. which is, you know, so technically you can call yourself an ultra runner if you do most marathon. Cause it's like 27. It's like 27 to change. Yeah. So you have, they do one loop. The 50 milers do two loops. They do a long and a short. They do a long and a short. And then the hundred miler does four loops. They do two long, two, two short. short. Yep. And I'll tell you what, I've not, I've never done the 50 there, but I got to think the 50 at Mo would be perfect because yeah. you get to do both loops and you got to do them once. Right. You do um, You get to see a little bit of everything yeah. and you're done. And if it's your first 50, if it's your first, okay. So here's where it gets kind of, if it's your first 50, I would actually present to you that it's a good 50 to start 
Physically, it's going to fuck you up. It's yeah. going to kick your ass. So it's a, it's a hard fifty. It's not going to be the easiest. It 50 won't be the as easiest fifty, but it's a good fifty in the sense that you get a shit ton. If of you want to do an easy fifty, <laughs> it's it's a it'd be a good fifty to do first because you get thirty. You get thirty hours. Yeah, because they start two hours. They start two hours after. They start at seven a.m. And and he just go ahead. He just goes ahead and gives you until the one hundred finishes. Right. So it's a in that sense, it's a good. You have plenty of time, so you don't, you don't have to worry about yeah. time cutoffs. But it is an ass whooper. But yeah, you wouldn't want to be out there for thirty hours doing. Oh god, I can't imagine. That would just <sighs> that that'd be brutal. Yeah, I don't want to be out there for thirty hours for a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's how it works. So, uh, what's the difference between the loops? Between the like, what's the yeah. major differences between so, those two? So, what's going to happen for all you lucky fuckers that's going to encounter this thing Saturday is your loop one and loop two. Loop one and loop two are pretty much identical. You're going to it's so the difference between short and long. You're going to go to the fire tower right from start. To gorge overlook, it gorge over start line to gorge overlook. Gorge is your first aid station. It's like five, five and a half. No, no, no. It's like three. To gorge, seriously, it's like three and a half. I felt so long when we did that. <laughs> yeah, so from from eight from start to gorge is three and a half ish. That's your first aid station. Then you need to go from gorge to fire tower. That is like six ish. Okay. Because you should be at grand total of nine. Obviously, math. You didn't get to you didn't get to the fire tower. Now, this is where your long loop and your short loop change. Long loop, you're going to go up and behind, like directly behind the, or in front of actually. You're going to go directly in front of the uh, the camp, the children's camp. Okay. And then you're going to kind of loop around on what they call the uh, private property loop or the horse trails. Okay. The other way you can adequately describe the private property loop is it is where in the middle of a fucking drought, the mud will be goddamn knee deep. That place is always, always, always muddy. Yeah. Like it, it, it could honestly God, it could be, it, it could not have rained for a month and a half. And that bitch is still knee deep mud. Ugh. Like, I don't know why. I don't know how, but you didn't go there. And then you're going to go, down Big Lions Falls, which is amazing. Like, it is the prettiest thing ever. So you're going to go down and see Big Lions, and it's kind of neat. Like, if, if there's actually water running off from it, yeah. it's fucking awesome just to stand underneath that and chill out, cool out, and huh. everything like that. Um, then you're going to make your way down to Little Lions Falls, and in years past, you've climbed up this root ladder, uh, I'm pretty positive. Last year, took it out. I'm pretty positive they're officially taking it out of all races. I'm pretty positive they officially closed off the the, the trail heading back up into it um, because uh, fucking idiots were falling off the Liability. Yeah, I mean, you had people doing dumb shit. I mean, just absolutely well, dumb sounds shit. Sounds about right. Yeah. So they closed off the root ladder, which is which I always thought was a really cool part of the, tr- the race, but it's gone. Now you get to do... And it's gone. Now you get to do an absolutely leg destroying switchback series up an extremely steep section, which brings you right next to the dam. Okay. So then you're going to run down the dam, you run down the river for a mile, and then you come back to the cover bridge. Okay. So once you get back to the cover bridge, your long loop and your short loop again are identical. Okay. 
So the only difference between short and long loop is basically private property section, the, the, the lions and the dam and all that kind of stuff up and through there. So you need to make your way back down to the, uh, cover bridge. Um, in all my years of, well, in my three years of running there, the cover bridge is kind of like, it, it, it is, I guess the halfway point kind of sort of, but it's also usually it's, it's ran by the Gannon family. Yeah. That aid station is ran like military fucking precision. Like Brie Gannon runs that shit like her life is on the line with it. So uh, later on, we're going to talk about some of the, like the rock stars that run aid stations and, yeah. uh, you know, it's just different rock stars of like Mo 100. Uh, Brie Gannon has got to get a shout out. She runs that aid station unbelievably well. So, you know, you leave there and then you will absolutely get your dick knocked in the dirt <laughs> and you're going to do a brutal climb known as Hickory Ridge. Um, we're going to go up that and then you'll ultimately make your way back to Hickory Ridge Age Station, which is ran by the nerd herd out of yeah. Toledo. Um, what's funny though, is everyone talks about how bad Hickory Ridge Age Station climb is. Yeah. Um, and it sucks cause you got to climb Hickory Ridge four times, but on the long loop, there is a road that's, I mean, it's, it's probably one of the furthest out points of the, of the race you'll get. It's, it's, it's before you'll go. It's before, it's definitely before the falls, but I can't remember if it's before the super muddy section or not, but there's a road out there, uh, that has a hill on it. It's like a utility road that you have to go up. And I mean, that thing is just, I mean, it is, it is an absolute soul crusher. Yeah. The first time you're like, Oh, Hey, (laughs) this kind of sucks. And it is, it's long and it's fairly steep. And you're like, this hill is bullshit. And that's what you're doing at once. Right. You hit that son of a bitch the second time in the heat of the day on your second loop. And you're like, fuck me. Yeah. And the whole time you're thinking, thank God I've only got to do this bitch twice. Right. It is. I would actually, in my opinion, that hill is worse than Hickory Ridge. Really? It is. Just because it's long, like, because oh, it's longer. So fucking Hickory Ridge long. is pretty steep. It is. But it's not it that is long. long. It just feels long. When Hickory Ridge, you get switchbacks. Right. No switchback on this fucker. Uh, it is just, there's one gradual right-hand turn in it, but other than that, that uh, bitch is straight up. No, thank you. And it is just, it is an ass kicker. Um, So, but okay, so Hickory Ridge. Uh, and then you'll do like a, you, and once you, after you go through Hickory Ridge station, you're right back on the uh, mountain bike path. Um, like the actual mountain bike path section. You do get to go by the gnomes. Yes. So that is something to look for guys. You will on, on your way before Hickory Ridge aid station. So after the climb, but before the aid station on your right hand side, there's going to be a tree. Now you have to be kind of looking back behind you to see it. But as you go by a mile marker eight, for the mountain bikers before, uh, after eight and before nine, there's a hollowed out tree that has gnomes in it. And it's just kind of become one of those like special places for, um, for runners. Yep. Uh, the gnome tree, uh, heathenistic mountain bikers, say, other than those <laughs> heathenistic mountain bikers seem to disrespect it. I, I'm just joking. I don't think it's mountain bikers. Uh, yeah. It's probably I, not the mountain bikers. I actually think it's kids. hikers. Yeah, yeah. Some kids, kids hiking. hiking up through there, but, but it's just a cool thing. But, uh, so then you would do the mountain bike section, You'll dump down off from that. You'll go into class A or not. I'm sorry, not class A. You'll go into a Mohegan Adventures campground and then you'll come back out to the aid station, the, the start finish aid station. And one. And then you're done with one loop. With one loop. <laughs> and then you're literally going to do that fucker all over again. Yep. 
and then, then and then you do the short loop, the shorter loop, like John said, cutting off the yep. falls and the now, dam and that sort what's, of thing. What's aw- so here is like the here is what kind of sucks. So the second loop, or I'm sorry, the third loop, third and fourth loop, the short loops at the fire tower, you're going to cut across the road, like right underneath the fire tower, and you're going to hit this trail. And it's, it's it is. And I talked about earlier. It's called Hogback Hollow. Yep. It is honest to God, one of the, it, it might be the prettiest section of all of Mohican. Um, and there's some hills back in that has some actual, some climbs in it that yeah. are kind of under underrated too, that you're like, you don't even think about them. Cause you're just, people are so concerned about other shit like these right. and they're, they're, cause they're much smaller, but they're pretty steep. They'll jump up and get just two of them back. There, I can think of off the top of my head, but you do have some pretty good hills to bomb some good downhills descents. But you'll get down into like the creek, like the, the the feeder into the actual river, and that's where all the big ferns and hosses are and all that kind of stuff. It is gorgeous. I mean, it is just huh. so fucking pretty. Now, what sucks is I only get to see that at night. <laughs> right. So it's short of doing training runs and getting to see it during the daytime, you know. But at night, uh, third and fourth loop, a uh, fourth loop, I guess. It if depends on when if you're, you're hitting it. Awake enough, you yeah. Know, but it depends on when you're hitting. Yeah, it, I though. think even on my fourth loop, I think I had gotten through fast enough that it was still dark. Even like it, it might it, have been right darkish. at. It was like twilight or like day, like yeah, yeah, dawn. Um, it is gorgeous down there. Uh, if it's raining, be super careful in the wood. That shit is slick. Yeah. Do they put nets down and stuff on that stuff for now? Yeah. Like the like the wiring. Yeah. Still no. That's bullshit. I noticed it, but it wasn't. Yeah, it's it's like some of it. And what, what's funny is some of them have it, some of them don't. So like you. Like, That's true. It's kind of weird. Just that, be careful. Yeah. But so let's say. And everyone that's doing it that we know, uh, they're going to finish. It's going to be great. You're going to finish all four loops. You're going to come in. You're going to get this sweet ass belt buckle. Uh, the only thing sweeter than that sweet ass belt buckle is if you do it 10 times, just nine more times, guys, you just got to do it nine more times. You know, that misery that you did for <sighs> close to 32 hours, Golly days. do it nine more times and you get a sweet thousand mile buckle. Yeah. At the same time, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Don't they say when you get your thousand mile buckle that your money is no longer good there? I think so. I think that's I, I'm the, pretty positive. It's free entry after that. Yeah. After thousand mile. But I mean, shit, 10 of those, man. There's ten. a young dude that, uh, what, two years ago. He hit his 10. He hit his yeah. 10. I think he started like when he was in his 20s and he knocked him yeah. out. He, like, he, he knocked him out quick. Yeah. And I'm telling you, it's, it's, uh, Mo is one of those weird places. I have taught, I've, t- I, there's a, a person I run with quite a bit I talk to, and he, he knows a runner that is like uber elite. Like she is super fucking talented. Like she's, I think she has competitively like on a professional, semi-professional or possibly professional level has raced bicycles. Yeah. She's a fucking stud ultra runner and she has never finished Mo. Really? There's something about the rhythm of Mo that yeah. it, it is, it is a, it, a guys do not sleep on this far. It is a no. tough 100. So, it's weird because I will fully admit the first year, you know, okay, I, I DNF the second year when I got my buckle, I will fully admit I was way too cocky about it thereafter. I'm like, oh, okay, I've knocked out a hundred. I've, I've got this bitch figured right. out. I can do this motherfucker. Now it's just, oh, it's just all mind over matter. No, yeah, until you got smacked in the no. face the next until year. Until that bitch woke up and like, just beat me down the following year. It is a tough 100, but yeah, you do have people. I, I don't know how many people have a thousand mile buckle. 
I I would say less than a dozen, maybe a dozen plus or minus uh, a couple. I think there's I think there's probably there's probably close to like fifteen. Yeah. So think. yeah. So there is only one guy though. Yeah. There there is only one that is in the twenty clubs. There is only one that's in the god twenty and and not, let's just be specific. Twenty two. Twenty two. He has twenty two mo. And the race. So let's do in the math, guys. It started in nineteen ninety. Yeah. There's only been twenty seven of them. Yeah. And he's done 22 of them. Golly days. And so the, the this, crazy thing is, is when you see him, uh, Ron Ross, when you Ron see Ross. him running, you go, there is no way that guy's going to beat me. Now you, now on that note, if Ron passes you, you are fucked. You yes. better, you better giddy up. He knows obviously doing it 22 times. Yeah. He knows where he has to be yeah. when he has to be there. And yeah, if he passes you later in the race, you know, you, you're, you're pushing is, a cutoff. Your back <laughs> is up against the wall. The only other person I know that can time a hundred better than him and he'll be there this year also. And he has, uh, I think he has a, a thousand mile buckle is also uh, Dick Canterbury. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he does. Dick Canterbury. I'm pretty sure he has a thousand mile buckle. Dick is another one that if Dick shuffles oh. by you late in a race. You have better go on your giddy up because he is another one. that can just absolutely time shit perfectly. Yep. And, and get through it. It's crazy um, when you see them early on that you're like, no way is that motherfucker going to run me there down. There is no way this is happening. And they just cruises on by you, just fresh as daisies. Yeah, another, seems. another legend that is up there all the time. Um, running with scissors, RD. God, his name always slips Roy? my Roy Hager. Yeah. Roy Hager's another he's, one. Yeah. Uh, guys, listen. he's gotta be, he's gotta be up there in two numbers. Oh, he's well over 10 for sure. Yeah. I think he's and close he's, to 20. He's probably, he's probably creeping around the 20 mark too. But uh, so here's a good rule of thumb. Don't be, don't be a, like being Billy badass and trying to out sprint these three. But at the no. same time, if you're somewhere late into your third or definitely on your fourth and they go shuffling by you know that that cutoff line is not too far behind them. That yeah. sweeper, like the grim they're, reaper itself. They're, they're finishing within the last hour and a half, yes, two hours for sure. Max. For sure. Yeah, they are. They are super phenomenal, solid runners. Uh, yeah, another person who is like super famous up there and, and has, has been a integral part of Mo 100 for many, 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 many years. I believe, I believe he's one of the original founders. I think Okay, it's Don bond. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, that dude is just like a, like a plethora of knowledge about Mo. I mean, just Mo as in general, like never mind the race, but like Mohegan State Park. Yeah. That dude knows so much shit. If you ever get an opportunity to do a long training run with, uh, with Don, uh, take it, take that opportunity all day, every day, and, and just absorb every ounce of information he has to give right. you. And then try to hang with him on downhills. Yeah, and then try to stay with him. That dude can absolutely sprint a downhill. Uh, the only other person who I've never got a chance to formally meet, and and it makes me, it truly makes me sad to know that I never got to meet her, uh, was the purple lady. Her name was Colleen. Um, and it, it really does. It sucks. Like, if you go back through, like, really, really, really old, like, not, it does not be really old. It can only be as much as five years. If you go back from photos five years ago and older, You'll you'll see there she's one hundred percent into pictures. She always wore purple. She was always out there. She was the the greatest supporter and and cheerleader for every runner. She did not, from what I understand, she never met someone she didn't 
support and, and cheer and all that kind of stuff Yeah, for everything she was worth. Um, so she was, I mean, so this is how well loved and respected she was. She passed away a couple years ago. Yeah, it's been and, a few years. Yeah. And so the, the year after I believe she passed away, the, uh, race shirt for Mo was purple, purple in yep. her honor. So if you see people running around with a purple Mo on her shirt, that shirt is from the year after she passed away. And it and that's how much respect and love she had at Mo that they went ahead and like made the shirt her color. So that's who she is and what she was. And it's important to know, even though I never met her and, and she's passed away and she's you know no longer with us, it's important to always remember her because she was that important and that integral to, to making Mo an awesome race for many, many, many years. So that she does not need to ever be forgotten. Yeah. So, and I mean, guys, that's, that's Mohican. I mean, we tried to simplify it as much as, as much as possible, but, uh, those out there running it, you'll, you'll see it. And if it's your first time, you know, enjoy it. It's going to suck. It's going to be tough. I've, I've never done a race out there. I've only, I uh, did part of forget the PRs to some of those trails. And then, uh, John for his Mohican finish, I did the third loop with them and just tripped over my feet the entire time, got which, was, for which is great. Um, so I only got to see Mohican at the dark. <laughs> Got to see got my to first see. time at Mohican and it's at night. Got to see it through a headlamp. <laughs> yeah. I see everything through a headlamp. So definitely, definitely enjoy it. Take it in. Um, but you know, don't like John said, don't take it for granted. Cause it, it's going to, it'll smack you. And don't worry. Cause it doesn't always get worse. It doesn't always get worse. There's plenty of times. One to, of the best finishes I've seen, or I didn't see it. I'll take it back a little bit. The one of the best finishes I know of at Mo, the person, their wheels were all the way off the cart at the 50 K mark and still managed. You're talking to, about the one that was missing the cutoff. So you finished? No, 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 no. This is, uh, uh, Chad healed. Oh, okay. Uh, from what I understand, he was all the way fucked up at, at the 50 K mark. And, and he just kept, Hey man, doesn't always get worse. And he just kept pushing through it and then ended up knocking that thing out. I mean, because Nick Longworth, when you when you finished it, oh my he was, god, he was like he was holy puking, shit, couldn't keep down food, couldn't do yeah. it between like his pacers and like just like the will oh. to not stop. Yeah, I mean, they, he was pushing cutoffs the entire time. They and rode in. him like a fucking sled dog, and he just kept grinding. Yep. He was literally beating cutoffs by minutes. Yeah, by minute. There, I I believe there was an aid station where he got to. They're like, dude, you can't stop. Yeah, you like have, the you have to like, go, you, if you stop, you're going to miss the cutoff. Yeah, the aid station is like, hey, man, listen, like you are right ahead of cutoff. We can't we, like we hear this. Take this. Go. Keep moving. We can't have you stop here. Yeah. And they basically chased him out to make sure he stayed ahead of the cutoff. He finished. And he finished. Yeah. He was he was pretty messed he up for a while. Up. <laughs> well, he had, a, he had a stress fracture. Yeah. He ended up having a broken fucking foot <laughs> and he ran the rest of that bitch in it. Like, so, I mean, yeah. Oh, oh, Nick Longworth. That's yeah. a, that's a tough motherfucker. Yeah, he's, he's something else too with that. But yeah, so you guys enjoy Mohican. Um, if you're not running or not racing or not doing anything this weekend, head up there. I'm going to try to be up there on Saturday, uh, maybe a little on Sunday if I can get out there in the morning, but it's just a great thing just to see people yeah. like just see people and like helping people, all the volunteer, all the aid stations. There's a lot of possum run aid stations yep. this year. Uh, uh, you uh can, Gorge Overlook is a hardcore possum. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying, I'm thinking I'm going to head up there to volunteer 
Saturday morning yeah. with them. But yeah, come out there and be like, Hey, can you, can you guys use me for a few hours? Yeah. And they'll definitely find something for you to do and support. Or even if it's just saying at aid stations and cheering people in or the start finish. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty of things for, for people to do, but just like just seeing people push themselves to the limit. Um, it's nuts. Yeah, it's, it it's, is absolutely nuts. And like I said, there's videos. There's not only my video for shameless plug for my video. But there's a bunch of other videos out there from like race reports and stuff like that of kind of talking through the process. And I seeing will say Flo's video is the best. I appreciate it. Just because you're the star of it. There is a sexy motherfucker. Yeah. There. There's, a, there's, a, there's a pretty man. <laughs> I was just looking at it the other day. I'm like, John had a fresh haircut and everything. He was fresh. He was looking for so good fresh. pictures. What's funny is uh, the, the other part of that video that still cracks me up every now and then is the the morning getting ready. It's like three in the morning. Yeah. And we're, I think we're talking about so much shit in the bathroom, like yeah. straight in the bathroom. Jen, Jen talking about, did you go to the bathroom? And you're like, did you go to the bathroom and get me in trouble? It wasn't, it was funny. It wasn't me. I swear. It wasn't it was, me either. Like someone shit in that bathroom and destroyed it. And she's like, oh my God. It must have been Jen. It was Jen. Like, she just was sleep Yeah. Yeah. Then she just wants to pass it off on us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so our, our weekly events, Mo. Mo. That's, that's what we got. Nothing else matters. Let's be honest. Yeah. This upcoming weekend. Yes. It's Father's Day weekend. Sorry, Mo. Yeah, Mo. Free for it's fun because like the last couple of years, Jen's like, you know, you're kind of kind of easy on Father's Day. All all you ask for is running around the woods in the dark for yeah. like thirty hours. Is that easier? It'd probably I mean, be a lot easy, easier to be like, here's a T-shirt. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of, like, oh, you like that segue? That's a segue right there. Oh, Father's a, Day. That's some pro level shit. So you guys may have seen it on um, Facebook. We'll have a video coming out soon that'll probably be on the website too. And. We've got a t-shirt. We've officially got a t-shirt. They're fucking fresh. And they're super nice. We, we can't wait to get ours. Um, the order is through a campaign company. So we basically said, hey, we're trying to do some fundraising stuff. Let's make a shirt. Uh, yeah, so they'll, the campaign goes until the end of the month, or is it the 28th, I think? 21st. Is it the 21st? Yeah, that's... that. Oh, no, it's 21 days long. It's 21 days long. I think it's the 28th is when it ends. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a 21 day campaign for us to sell these t-shirts. So there are, there are logo on the front running beer and BS. There's three different styles. There's a regular t-shirt, a V-neck and a women's slim fit, which Kayla was telling me that like, I need to reach out to the company because apparently the size chart is like weird. She's like, yeah, it says like your bust is 16. She's like, the no one. <laughs> is that small? Yeah. Hmm. Like, like, yeah. I think my bust is bigger than 16. Yeah, oh, for sure. <laughs> Mine is, and I'm a skinny bit. Uh, yeah. yeah, so I got to reach out to them about that, but there's multiple styles, multiple colors. Uh, definitely get your order in. The reason I say that is because none of the proceeds are coming to us. All of the proceeds, as you guys know, we, we support our community in any way we can. And we were like, hey, we want to do t-shirts so we can, so you basically can rock our brand because people have been asking for t-shirts and gear, but we don't want to make money off this. This is not about us. So all of the proceeds are going to support Military Veterans Resource Center here in Columbus. So they, they support veterans in a wide range of things yeah. of like helping them find jobs, helping them getting like back into civilian life, suicide prevention among veterans. Yeah. There's, there's all kinds of so stuff. many things that they do. So you can check them out on Facebook. They have a Facebook page and a website as well. I think it's just MVRC.com. Yeah. Um, where you can find all information, but definitely pick up one of the t-shirts. Uh, you can order it in these next 21 days and then it ships, I think early July it'll ship, but it'll make a great father's day present. You just order it now. Um, and like I said, you can just show them the email. Yeah. And they'll be perfectly okay with it. They're, yeah. like, they're like, what's running beer and BS? like, dad, you should listen to this. It doesn't yeah. matter. Um, I might get one for my dad just for like shits and for giggles. giggles like, like, what, what is Here, this? Dad, like, rock this around just Florida. Wear this all the time. Yeah. 
I'm I'm uh I got the the light pink light pink tea. I went with the I went, I went the deep V cut. <laughs> yeah, John's the only one that's ordered a V neck as of now. <laughs> yeah, I love that V cut. But it's it's uh it's really great. I Turquoise. mean, we're we're trying to figure out a way to support the community. We had a, we had a few listeners say, you know, we did like a feedback session. Yeah. They came back and said, Hey, we really like to see like you guys use the brand to support the community. And we're like, we would love to do that, but how could we do that? And this is a way we can this do is it. it. So that's what we're doing. And yeah, so buy a t-shirt. They're not they're 20 bucks. Yeah. The 20 bucks, like four or five bucks shipping. Well, yeah. 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 Cause I think mine, mine total out to 24 and change. Yeah. So 25 yep. bucks yep. for a t-shirt. Now, with here's shipping. what's cool. Here's what's cool guys is you're going to pay 24 bucks or 25 bucks. Let's just round it up to 25. You're going to pay 25 bucks a t-shirt, right? Well, the more t-shirts that get bought by you guys, it's going to reduce the cost, the per cost of the t-shirts and reduce the unit cost. So as that unit cost goes down, that means that more money is then given to Envark. So the more money, the more you guys buy, yep. the cheaper the shirts, and the, the more, more money in markets. Yeah. So the same amount of money is going into the pool, right? It just less needs just to be pulled out for the less shirts. Less is actually paid so, for the t-shirt. Yep, yep. Buy, buy, buy the shirts. Support you know the 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 veterans around Central Ohio. Yeah. Uh, the only other thing that's kind of cool that uh, this is from John Welcome. Uh, he actually, uh, now, truth of the matter, John Welcome put this on Possum page. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, look at this. And I poached it. Uh, so John Welcome posted on Possum page a, a app called Pool. P-U-L-L-L. Three L's. So three L's. Uh, and essentially what this app does is anytime you log a run, a ride, or a walk on Strava or Map My Run, I believe is the other one I'll pull information from. As long as you log a run, walk, or ride on one of those two apps, it will pull that information and then donate to Pelotonia based off from how many miles you rode. Yeah, based off your activity. Now, so like if you ride, it gives a little bit less. If you run, it gives a little bit more. I'd assume if you walk, it gives even more than running. I I don't know. Yeah, who knows? But uh, but it's cool. Like I've I've. I just downloaded it, I don't know, Friday, I believe. That sounds right. I think and, you posted it on Thursday or Friday. Yeah, so I just downloaded it. So I've I've logged uh, two runs on it, and I have already raised $5.18. Woohoo! Yeah, so, I mean, okay, $5.18. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, if we're, but, all, if but we're all doing it. It's literally $5.18. For that, nothing. For, the, for something I was going to do anyways. Yeah, you're literally so, already going to run, uh, so, so might as well. Yeah, so it's just kind of cool. Um uh, so yeah, if if you want, check that out. I I think it's a pretty cool app. Uh, so th- again, that's from John Welcome posted yeah. that. And uh, we talked about last week. Uh, we you know we we're getting some new likes. We've got a few more new likes this week from like all over the place, Rolling. which is just like, which is so, so great. I got a, a Instagram message, or we got an Instagram message on the podcast from Mike from Sylvania, Ohio. Um, apparently, he ran uh, Possum yeah. was his uh, first, or his first Possum, his second ultra. He had done a twenty-four hour race up in his neck of the woods and just got hooked to the podcast that way. And That's it's like, awesome. dang it. so we're sending, yeah. uh, Mike, your sticker is in the mail. Uh, so you should be getting that early this week. But he said there's a, it's called a 24 hour. It's called the Olander 24 hour ultra. Oh yeah. 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 I've, I've never heard of it. I was, yeah. like, I was like, well, I said, I think I may have heard of that, but he said he's going to try to head up to Mohican or forget the PR next year. Yeah. Um, dude, forget the PR to do, to do that. But yeah, uh, thanks. Uh, thanks Mike for 
you know, reaching out and stuff like that. So yeah, if you're, if you're a new listener, um, or even an old listener and hasn't reached out at all, just reach out to us on, on the socials, slide in the DMS and we'll, uh, we'll send you a sticker. Oh, you know what else? Uh, I think we should start encouraging, uh, to steal the words of a wise man. It's not bragging it. If I ask you to share with me. So, uh, after, uh, after you run, after you do some awesome runs on like Saturdays, some cool races or on Saturdays and Sundays, after you do some cool races, show off some bling. Yeah. Post some bling on the, on the, on the Facebook page, uh, show them what you accomplished. Yeah, uh, you can, you can post it on our page or just use the hashtag run beer and BS and we'll and share it. Try- and yeah. you know what? Who knows? Yeah. Put, if, yeah. If you post on your own page, if you're just like, Hey, friends and families check out what i did throw our hashtag on it yeah let everybody see it it's not bragging if we're asking you to show us again, that's right stole that from a wise old man yeah um is he know. old it's probably not nice to call him old he's still more of a badass than i am though. well i didn't say he was not uh, not a badass <laughs> so um yeah who knows you throw something on there and it's like super awesome you might motivate somebody to do something yeah so um You'd be surprised how much power power you have just in telling your story. You're like, yeah. this isn't much. I don't want to brag or anything. But you know what? That could be the push that someone needed yeah. to just go to go to the next level kind of thing. Yeah. So, but yeah, reach out to us on social media. We're on all the social medias at Run Beer NBS. We want to hear about your training runs. See those. See that bling. Uh, give us beer recommendations, topic ideas. Those that are doing mo, we're, we hope to hear from you. If we don't see you there, definitely hope to hear from you. There'll probably be some stickers. There's definitely going to be some stickers. Uh, at hear from you. Hear from you on Sunday. Yeah. Don't be don't be live tweeting shit. Yeah. No, don't, <laughs> don't have your phone on you just tweeting like just past mile twenty and like a hey. selfie because I'm gonna call you out. I don't know. Hey, you know what? If you want to live tweet some shit at like seventy five mile mark, maybe let's see. Let's see. Some, Wait till the fourth loop. Let's see some pretty faces in yeah. the dark. Fourth loop. Actually, we'll that'd be pretty fucking. Do that. That'd be some. That'd, that'd be pretty, pretty badass. Cool. <laughs> Run beer show us, at night. Show us some suck face at eighty five <laughs> mile mark. Exactly. <laughs> but you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Run Beer and BS. You can also find us at our home on the web at runningbeerandbs.com. You can find all the show notes from this episode, uh, the Mohican video, uh, making fun of John's refrigerator, the brewery, Yeehaw, Yeehaw Brewing. Uh, all that stuff will be on our show notes at runningbeerandbs.com slash EP022 for episode 22. Um, I don't know. If, did you check the email? No, I don't, have, I don't, I don't have, oh, you don't have it on your phone. No. You should have access. You have access to it. We just got to, well, I just don't have it on my phone. Yeah. yeah. So I have yeah. it on my phone. Josh, Josh, uh, <laughs> sent us email. He's like, so you guys can stop bitching about nobody sending you emails. Does this thing work? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So I said, like, you know, like, thank you for sending us an email, but you can reach us at podcast <laughs> at running beer. That is the best uh, ever. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what kind of listeners we yeah, that's what we need. But yes, yeah, <laughs> shoot us an email. If you don't have social media, up, you, you can do it that way too. <laughs> yeah. Can you just stop complaining about it? <laughs> like, no, we're going to keep saying it until we get an email. I want more. Yeah, that was literally the subject line is, is this thing working <laughs> or something <laughs> to that effect? Awesome. So, but yeah, that is uh, everything here. John, you got anything else for him? Uh, I got nothing. Be good to one another. Sounds good. You guys have a great week. Peace. Peace.